I like this. It's something about this culture that's that makes me that that brings a sense of joy. I uh I understand that people have all types of they live all types of lives and we all come from different backgrounds, but when it comes to this this music right here, hip hop in general, it brings a connectivity to to all places and all beings across spaces and times. Think about it. When you can hear a song when you're 16 and somebody else can hear that song when they're 16, both of y'all going to have two different memories of when you heard that first song. I can remember sitting on the back of the bus going to school at 6 in the morning listening to Tila albums and listening to Scarface albums and listening to Do or Die albums. And those memories will be forever with me because those musics, those songs are tied with time. It brings back a nostalgia. And you know what I mean when when Christmas time comes around and you hear Silent Night, <laughs> you automatically think, I remember when I was 15, when I was 10, and my grandma was That's why this is so important. My name is Frank Grimes. I'm here with my co-host L from the Call of Duty Black Bass Podcast, and this is episode two of Back to the Source. We're sending you back to the future. It gets deep. A lot of times people don't really realize that we need to have an appreciation for what we are visualizing. Think about this. Hip hop, rap, technically is only like 60, maybe 60 years old, maybe 50. I give it 60 because people made songs, but from a hip hop, a hip, uh-huh. maybe 40 or 50 years old. This is new. This is and and look how much it's morphed and been changed and molested. And I use that word because I want people to understand that this music has been molested. And we'll talk about that a lot in this podcast of how hip hop has been molested. But before we get into all of that, I have to do a correction from uh <laughs> last week. I think Last week, I only said it was about six albums that uh, received five mics. Well, after doing a little more research, which is what I should have did in the beginning, because, you know, <laughs> but this it was new, so here we go. But I've done my research for real this time, and I want to make sure I make a correction that the albums that received five mics originally and wasn't re-rated, but from the beginning, was uh, A Tribe Called Quest, People's Insective Travels, and The Pass of Rhyme. Let the Rhythm Hit by Eric B. and Rakim. America's Most Wanted by Ice Cube. I love that album. One for All by Brand Nubian. And the only reason why I listened to that album is because I had a teacher that taught at Forest Park Community College, and I had a class where we talked about the history of rap, which taught me about the golden era, which I would teach you all eventually. <laughs> but Brand Nubian, I, I listened to that album. It was It's a good album. Is that a group or one That's person? a group. That's oh, a group. Okay. And you know one of the members in the group. 
because you probably seen this, probably seen him on DJ Vlad, Vlad's podcast, uh, Lord Jamar. Uh, I was wondering what you know. Right? Yeah, yeah, Where Lord he Jamar. From. He was he was in Brand Nubian. Yeah, mm. and he he can rap. I mean, it's really crazy because he talks a lot, but this he can rap. Um, mm. Low end theory by Tribe Called Quest. So Tribe Called Quest had two five mics: Illmatic, Nas, Life After Death, B.I.G., Equimini, Outcast. Blueprint by Jay-Z, Stillmatic, Nice, The Fix by Scarface. Now, I kind of disagree with that because I think The Last of a Dying Breed was better. But The Naked Truth by Lil' Kim, I don't see how, but shout out to Lil' Kim. Whatever, you know. And then Trill OG Bun B, which I thought um, regular Trill was better. And lastly, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye West. So those are all the albums that received five mics from the jump. They didn't get re- – now – if you want to find out who was re-rated and all that, you can go back and listen to that. So, so let's get into our topics of the day before we get to our record reports and our magazine of the source. All right. What, <clears throat> what issue is it? This is issue 122, November 1999. Oh, so this man. is, yeah, this is, this is, we going, we, we digging in the crates, D-I-T-C. If you a hip hop guy, you would know what that is, digging in the crates. But um, who is that on the front? This is oh, okay. So this this episode they showed some love or this this mag this article or what they don't want to call this this issue, issue tripping my bad this issue they showed the backpackers some love okay underground underground backpackers the conscious rappers we got Pharrell Monch, Black Thought and Most Deaf okay Black Thoughts that dude man he can go I, I hear that a lot man he can go dude like and Pharrell Monch can go too and Most Deaf he good too but. I, Black Thought, man. Yeah, I, I hear about Black Thought. Uh, was he in the group? He in yeah, he, he's, in the, he's in the Roots. The Roots? He's okay, in the roots. Why, yeah, why, he's in why the Roots. Why did I thought De La Soul? Because um, it all gives you that same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, I knew I knew most Def to mm-hmm. rap. Yeah. Like, I knew he, some, some of the stuff I didn't heard of him, like him just rapping. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, he rap his ass off. Yeah, he, he can go. I mean, he's a good actor, too, which is really, uh-huh. yeah, he's a good actor. Um. He can't come back to America though. Yeah, I heard he's stuck in South Africa. Ain't yeah. he? Uh, someone like that? Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, that's that's the USA, I guess. Um, <laughs> they talk about in this article on this issue the locks leaving Bad Boy when they signed to Rough Riders, which is basically the beginning of the new era of music. There, because <laughs> the locks they had to get off Bad Boy. Um, that's when uh. They was going back and forth. It's That's going back with Diddy, yeah. Talking about he would throw a refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> that was all over the radio. Yeah, because. See, we, New York radio was something different. Man, I, I wish I could have heard. Man, like, was, that stuff yeah. was live. Yes, yeah. They. I mean, just can you imagine the joy of being a rapper grinding and then hearing your song on a New York radio and uh-huh. Flex dropping a bomb on uh-huh. it? Uh-huh. And being com- coming up there talking. And you talk about your beefs and Man. like that was yeah that was something different that was grimy grimy time. We didn't we didn't get that here. We Not didn't hell, get that here. We 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 yeah. got mix mix. <laughs> we got eight rappers yeah. that came out of St. Louis. Yeah, and somebody said that. <laughs> so I was listening to Breakfast Club one day. Somebody called in was like, "Man, why y'all don't show St. Louis rappers no love?" And Charlamagne said, "Well, we built a wall around St. Louis when y'all let Chingy out." I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Come on, man. It's so many other. I'm, I, I got to stop saying whack rapper because I don't want people. At some point, this podcast is going to grow, and I don't want somebody to go back and say, you call me whack. So it's so many other rappers who aren't as, who aren't a, 
the level as, you know, accomplished artists that got deals and they didn't deserve them. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I don't want to say you didn't deserve the deal, but I just feel like your music wasn't up to the point where it should have warrant a deal. But then again, if people listen, yeah, whatever, I guess, you know. I mean, St. I don't know, St. Louis, they, they don't support like they, they don't support like, like they kind of should. Like I hear in other states, like when I stayed down there in West Memphis, you hear a lot of Memphis people and they ain't even own Memphis people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's just for me. Like I was on Twitter and I seen some St. Louis rappers. So I started looking into it and shit, dude got killed. Dizzy, Dizzle. I ain't never heard of him, but there's so many rappers yeah, that he, killed in St. Louis. Yeah, he, he, he was he was a young cat, and I looked into it, and I'm like, damn, I, I seen the video. I heard I heard a couple of verses. I'm like, okay. I started looking into it, and all I seen was rest in peace. I'm like, I would I guess that. Yeah, we have a – I don't want to box St. Louis when it comes to that because I feel like if we went to Oklahoma, that would be an issue as well. We, yeah, so, I mean, I, I know we got it bad because we're a bigger city, and we're, we're one of the – the migrant cities yeah. after the great migration. See, and that's what I that's so. what I'm saying. Like it's just as far as a city that's oh, yeah. known, you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? You see St. Louis hats on people. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's known the STL. Oh yeah. Oh you yeah. Hear people say you can't spell hustle without the STL <laughs> and all that type of stuff. I would I would think that we would have more rappers outside of we say we had Nelly, St. Lunatics, Chingy, that was nationally known. Yeah. I mean, who else can you name? Well, when we were coming up, there was this group called Silk Smooth. Do you remember the box? Yes. So that. Silk Smooth had a video on the box, Trick with a Good Rap, and um, that got a lot of airplay. Now, I, I don't exactly know how the box works. I don't know if I call in a video in St. Louis and it's getting played in everywhere else. Everywhere else. I, but I know for a fact that video got a lot of spin where we are. So that's how it works. I mean, yeah, but I don't know which... I wish they would bring something like that back to that effect. Maybe you could text it in, or but yeah, then again, they don't you got do the video. phones. You got yeah, they we got phones. And, no more for real. Yeah, but, but yeah, St. Louis, like you know, we ain't really. Like I say out of them rappers, and I mean, we've had people locally that had a slight, that had a buzz, mm-hmm. yeah. and then it just you know it didn't make it like you think it would. Like yeah. just how Chicago, all of a sudden, they got a. Bunch of rappers just coming out. Yeah, Florida got a bunch, bunch of rappers. Yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta is in Atlanta. You already know that ain't stopping. You know, California is like yeah. you hear about all these rappers just from everywhere else, but then it's like, damn, I know we got somebody here. We got four or five cats here that's rapping, and it just doesn't seem like they get that push or people leave St. Louis. Metro booming. That's crazy. I didn't. I just, you know, I just found it out about that like six months ago. I'm See, like, that's what I'm saying. I didn't even know he was from her. That's what I'm and I saying. I'm supposed to be a hip hop guy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I even heard like he was here. He was going back and forth to Atlanta, and he was like, "Man, I just had to move down there for a time." But I mean, you don't hear from him that much per se. But if you do hear from him, you never hear him say anything about St. Louis or yeah, anything yeah, like that. So yeah. it's like it's something here that people ain't liking. Or they not feel they feel like they not getting that push, and they go somewhere else, and mainly Atlanta, and then all of a sudden, I can get, tell you, I can tell you from firsthand experience from what I've seen, a lot of these artists are getting they getting those. You want to put get your song play on the radio? Well, give me five stacks yeah. from these, and yeah. just in St. Louis, Payola. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and that 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 has happened. I mean, yeah. you know, like come on, like really, like. 
and we got that. It's a it's a glass ceiling on this on this just just to get your song on the radio. Well, back then at least, right. you know, and those dudes are really locking it down, right. and it's it's crazy. And yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot about Jaquan. He I had, like and he, I like Jaquan. Yeah. He had he had a buzz for a minute, and mm-hmm. it was it was a national buzz. I actually I bought his album when yeah. he came up. Uh, Jibs can't forget about Jibs. Okay, yeah, yeah, Jibs. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. And yeah. they just something happened and just disappeared. And, yeah, I, I I can't really I don't know why it that has happened that way, but that's yeah. Yeah, but I'm sorry, I digress. Oh no, no, you're fine. <laughs> that that's good stuff. though. that's that's good stuff. So man, that's real good stuff because those kind of topics are like going to always be an issue. Oh yeah, when it comes to um, especially when it, I mean, I, and I think it's like that in other cities like Nebraska and Iowa and, you know, those cities where it's one rapper to make it, like Milwaukee. Right, right. Remember who came out of Milwaukee, don't you? Uh, Hold on. Don't tell me. I'm going to sing uh, the song. Uh, no, 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 I know, I know, I know. Uh, it's not JT Money. Mm-mm. It's uh, In My Project. Yeah, yeah. Well, I forgot his name. Yeah, Cuckoo Cow. Cuckoo Cow. I'm Cuckoo Cow. Coco something. And I like that dude. Yeah. I, thought, I was like, this dude going to be good, but he was the only one. Yeah, see, but, Shit. and like I was saying, like, for St. Louis to be Kind of like a small major city. Yeah, that's how I just, you know. Like I said, that's how I just feel. I know Oklahoma, yeah, has yeah. some type of one off. Yeah, you don't yeah. think about Oklahoma having like, when you think of rappers, you think of black people. Mm-hmm. So these small places, you know, you may not like. Damn, it's black people there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stay stay in Montana? <laughs> God damn, yeah, I tried Kanye, in Montana. Kanye yeah, it was the only one. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um. So back to the issue at hand, which is uh, the November issue one twenty two. There was an article. There was a, a little, I guess, an article inside of there, and it was called "The Top Ten Reasons to Sell Out." And I'm going to read this list to you because I don't think there's ever a good reason to sell out. But we're going to find out. I actually didn't even read the list because I wanted to be as shocked as you all when you heard the list as I read it. So number ten, <laughs> you get to attend white linen parties in the Hamptons. I don't know how much you would value going to a party in the Hamptons now. <laughs> you know, so uh, that's a reason to sell out. That's to a reason attend to sell, so you can go a to a white Hamptons. linen party. Yeah, like I guess you know Diddy holds a all white party in the right. Hamptons, so you well, know, you know, a white linen party. That's yeah. that, just all white party. All white. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. I guess that was two thousand. What'd you say? It's ninety nine. Ninety nine. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't think they was having all white parties <laughs> back then. That's that's just. You're always on the guest list. I guess you can get on the guest list by being popping. You start popping, you should be good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get to chill with, now this is what a magazine shows, it's dateness, or how dated it is. Uh, you get to chill with MTV's Anada. I don't know who that is. I didn't watch MTV that much. After, I know. have no clue. Yeah. Maybe a TRL or a, Yeah, I uh, didn't. I didn't like TRL. Eh. <laughs> uh, have you ever been in first class? That's a reason to sell out. Mm. <laughs> At 34, your mom finally kicked you out your house. Okay, I guess that's the reason. Keeping it real is too hard, so you should sell out. Who needs real <laughs> who, who needs real friends at number 4? Number 3, you're tired of having to do without. I can see that, I guess. I don't know. Don't sell out. Number 2, you can get someone else to carry your backpack for you. Oh, yes. And number one, the final reason to make you want to sell out is so you can stop finally performing for free. 
Is that selling out? Oh, well, I guess. I mean, because you're getting paid to perform now. Yeah. And Because, I, I mean, no one wants to perform for free. And I know some people will do it because you got to um, you got to do it. You got to do what you got to do to get that buzz. And, again, you got to make sure this is in 99. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's way different nowadays. They had a lot of gatekeepers back in the day. Man. And, like, uh, damn, what was I listening to? I forgot what I was listening to. And they were sitting there talking about how, you know, back in the day you had to wait outside a club for four hours if you found out somebody was there and you catch them outside and you got to spit your bars to them. You ain't got to do that no more. Man. I mean, last person I know to do that was J. Cole for Jay-Z. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and, he, that was, and he's, he's, re- he's relatively new. Which is, new yeah. Newer. Compared to you know the nineties and I don't think nobody would, would even do that anymore. I think people I ain't spitting no bars. You better go check my SoundCloud chunk. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think some people still do. What was I listening? I heard some interview. I think it was Fifty. Fifty. Uh, he kept running to some dude. <laughs> that one dude. Yeah, he said dude tried to give him a CD or something or give him a a, a USB. <laughs> He kept running up to dude, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna square it up yeah. with him. Like <laughs> Fifty was throwing chairs at him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in this issue, they talked about the greatest MCs of all time. Now this was in '99, so I'm gonna read this list off, starting from number twenty, and you know, go to the Instagram, back to the source podcast.com. I'll, I'll have this up on the. I have the list on the on the Instagram page. You can comment if you disagree, agree. I'm sure. Everyone's going to disagree with this list because this was back in 1999, and but some of it, some of it may may have some relevance. But listen to this though first. Here we go. Number twenty is Tupac. Okay, should be higher, right? Yeah. So I'm just going to say the number. You should say higher, lower, or who the hell is that? Yeah. Or maybe not. Or about, I, I don't about know. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number nineteen, Cool Keith. Don't know who that is. Yeah. Number eighteen, Scarface. Higher or lower? I feel, I feel like he should be higher, even though I never listened to a lot of Scarface. But, but you just know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now here's number seventeen, Snoop Dogg, higher or lower? You say seventeen? Yeah, seventeen. Four, and and then we talking about in ninety nine. Should be higher. I think. Really? I, oh, okay. I, I'm going off the Snoop Dogg name, so okay. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Recognizing where he was in '99. Well, let's say this then: they got Snoop Dogg over Tupac, even in '99. No, nah, that, that should be that, flipped. That, yeah, that, I'm like, that come on. They, they got Scar- Snoop Dogg over Scarface. Who yeah. the hell? They ain't got the person name who uh, did this. So, but yeah, they got Snoop Dogg over Scarface. Okay, yeah, that that should so, be flipped. Number sixteen, Nas. Uh, in '99. In '99. So, from what I understand about Nas, if Jay Z was right. Drop one out, one hot album. Eighteen <laughs> year average. So, uh, maybe a little higher, maybe top twelve. Okay, that, that, make, that makes sense. Okay, and I'll start saying that maybe Snoop top fifteen ish, but definitely not before uh, Pac and uh, Scarface. Yeah, Lauren Hill was at number fifteen. I don't. I, I I never got on the Lauren Hill train, and, and I know she can rap, but I feel like she's more of a singer, but. Yeah, and I never heard that album. Oh, you should listen to it though. I mean, I've heard I've heard bits and pieces. I've heard you know I've heard certain songs, but I've never you know I've never heard that album. You know, because that album's been rated like one of the yeah, greatest albums yeah. of all time. 
The next time you go to a movie with your girl, put that album on on the way to the movies. That's about best I can. I mean, yeah. I, gotcha. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's that's the only time I feel like that'd be a good time to listen right. to it. Anybody gonna say pop that Lauren Hill in? You know, <laughs> but yeah, but or you know, okay. Number fourteen, Red Man. Higher, lower, just about right, or okay. Uh, I guess. Or <laughs> I guess. I guess he about right, maybe. Yeah, because yeah, I heard he can. Yeah, he can go. Basically, just, they say. So goofy, but yeah. Basically, they say Eminem is the white red man. Yeah, I've heard people. Yeah, I've heard yeah. people say that if we're gonna talk if, about that if, in a second, yeah. If, if Eminem <laughs> was black, he'd be red man. Yeah. Um. Okay. So number thirteen, they got Jay Z. Higher or lower? In ninety nine. And all he had was reasonable doubt. He probably just dropped hard. No, he haven't even dropped hard night life yet. Did he? I don't uh, think he did. No, I have no clue. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I say that's probably about right, or maybe a little lower around that time. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, you might you might be right about that too. Number twelve, Grandmaster Melly Mel, and I'm a hip hop guy, and I can tell you, I've never heard three bars from Grandmaster Melly Mel. I've heard the name, yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, I guess lower. Yeah, I guess you. yeah. I don't think he should be up there because <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you nothing. Kumo D is at number eleven, and Kumo D is one of the original rappers, ain't he? Almost, yeah, so, he, yeah, he wanted to, yeah. and that was back in the seventies. Yeah, so he must have been doing something, or they were just out of pure respect. That's just probably out of pure respect. I think the okay. source does that a lot. Pure okay, respect. okay. So I'm, and this is greatest of all time. So out of pure respect and him being one of the originators, I guess. And what number did you say he was? He's eleven. I guess you could say that's about right. Yeah. I, and okay. And going back to Jay, maybe that's a little too early to have him that high. Ah, there you go. Yeah. You know, it's the you greatest go. of all time. But I guess that just goes to show. How much they knew, yeah, and he was they, gonna be that yeah, dude. and how people, cause they, from what I hear, the uh, reasonable doubt wasn't even really highly touted when it first came out. I it, didn't like it. It took a few years, yeah. and I guess this around the time people really caught on was like, hold on, yeah, let's go back and double, you know, check him out again. So I think after Biggie died, people start doubling back. Mm. Yeah, but because I felt like they anointed him once he died, or maybe he kind of stepped to the forefront because. When that seat was empty, somebody had to take it. And I, I felt like he is one person who took that seat. Man, he took it and ran with it like a mom. Number 10. Once again, I I call myself a hip-hop guy, but I am not this old. Grandmaster Kaz. I'm sure I can probably find something on him, but, yeah, he's number 10. So we're just going to let that be number 10, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I couldn't tell you nothing. Yeah, about. number 9. Big Daddy Kane. Smooth operator. <laughs> From... Just what I know and what I know people say about him, I guess that's about right. It's kind of the same thing with the Kumo D. They uh-huh. kind of re- giving him respect because the same thing at number eight, which is Cool G Rap, which actually he still ra- he can rap. He has a lisp, and that doesn't make him you know less of a rapper, but it, it, I think it makes him sound authentic to his own style. Mm. Right there, that's number eight. Number seven, the Notorious B.I.G. Higher, lower, about, just about right. Uh, Maybe he can be a little higher. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, he'd probably be a little higher. I mean, he's seven. Pac need to be up there because I feel yeah. like they yeah. they they go hand in hand. So yep. if he's seven, Pac should be eight or six or something like that. They should they should go hand in hand. Number uh, eight, Ice Cube. I'm gonna say right now he should be higher, but yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. that. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. He's, I mean, even at 99, because remember he already had the file, Mike America's Nightmare. He had death certificate. He um. 
he had the um the predator which was basically an album that was written during the time of the Rodney King riots and it's a song on our number 8 on the predator everybody should go listen to it it's called tear this motherfucker up and that shit is amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> cuz he he is basically he talking about them going into the riots right after the verdict was announced that the all the cops who beat Rodney King were uh, found not guilty. Mm-hmm. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. <laughs> and that was in like 96, 97, and 98. They, yeah. They still had tape. And, and still had the tape. Yeah. Mm. Um, number five is Slick Rick. I'm just going to say, okay, whatever. I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> number four, Chuck D. At the time, I would probably say, yeah, but not now. Number three, LL Cool J. Uh, that's probably about right. Yeah, at that time, I think that's about right. He, because I don't know where people relate rate him now. I would, no. I would still say he, I guess top twenty. Yeah, top twenty. Yeah, yeah. but but at that time, yeah, I would yeah. say yeah. So and number two and number one, they're interchangeable to me. But it's a uh, Rock Cam at number two and KRS One is number one. Okay. So I'm gonna yeah. say either way. What was the uh, what uh, what the other list they got? Oh man, they got the uh, the greatest groups of all time. Okay. They got <laughs> the greatest post old school performers all, of all of all time, and that's basically um, after all the old school were done, like performing. They got who performs the best, uh, and we were talking about. Uh, I guess I, he's not even on the list. Okay, well hell, okay. I was gonna say I thought Buster Rhymes was on the list, but no, he not. But yeah, the greatest. Uh, I'm not gonna get into those, but yeah, the greatest old school performers. They have a, they have a lot of these lists in the articles and in a lot of the magazines, but it's so debatable. What are the, uh, just run through the top 10 groups. Okay. Top 10 groups. Okay. Now this is good. So number 10, the beastie boys look over respect, but okay. Nine day last soul eight EPMD. I agree with that. Number seven, grandmaster flash and the furious five. I'm gonna stop there. I think that should probably be number one. Okay. When it comes to the groups. And, and it's just because they are the first. They like one of the originals. The originals. Yeah. They they are, they are the first conscious rappers. I mean, cause and it, once again that music. I mean, you can ask somebody who fifty five or sixty. Uh-huh. Where were they when they first heard rats in the front room, roaches in the back, junkies in the alley with my baseball bat? Is that tried a, to get away, but I couldn't go far because the man with the keys repossessed my car. Is that a uh, that? Okay, me. that's what I was thinking. Okay. <laughs> I was okay, gonna keep yeah, saying, yeah. I know you was gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but num- I think they should be higher. Number six, the Cold Crush Brothers. I don't um, know who they are. Uh, have, there's a movie called um, Crush Grooving. Okay, yeah, I've check, heard, never yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it. that's just, that, that's ain't that the movie they were talking about on uh, House Party? You like Crush Groove yeah, coming yeah. on? Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, the Treacherous Three. That's a little bit before my time. They. They were, they were out around the time of the, the Furious Five, but I just feel like the Furious Five was more well-known. Mm. Uh, number four, Wu-Tang Clan, I agree. Okay. Number three, N.W.A., I have my issues with them, but I agree. Number two, Public Enemy, and number one, Run DMC. That The top three, I think you can flip those around. But hell, I think Wu-Tang could be up there, too. And this was in 99, like, so. Right. Damn, I don't know. I'm going to have to. Ah, I can't get on that because I'll be on there all day. <laughs> but yeah, because th- yeah, that yeah, but that's a good list though. So now we didn't get into that. Let's talk about our new segment that we're gonna bring into uh, 
back to the source. It's called uh, he didn't make it. Oh yeah, so uh, he didn't make it. <laughs> I'm gonna give him more next time. All right, so this isn't technically a he didn't make it. Uh, this is actually a she didn't make it. So the unsigned hype for this week was an artist named L. Dion, and L. Dion was from the Bronx. She started rapping at the tender age of nine, and she established herself as a promising young MC in the ghetto. Mm. She had a song called The Ghetto, which was a track inspired from Jay-Z's Where I'm From, and that was the song, Pick up a uh, Cough Up a Lung, Where I'm From, Marcy, Son, Ain't Nothing Nice, one of, one of Jay-Z's hardest songs ever, too, to this day, yeah. Um, yeah, but she didn't, she didn't make it. She didn't make it. <laughs> she, Damn. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, and I try to look up these artists and see where they are and try to find some on them, but... So what, I mean, so do it like, say, uh, she the next big thing or so because unsigned hype is just it's just saying we found this artist uh she grinding or he grinding here's a song that we heard it reminds you of this kind of song uh okay okay and then technically some a and r from a label should reach out to this to to this person and they would say hey put me in touch with they got like a number and stuff yeah 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 so you probably like well where's that guy at but yeah. You ain't never find a song or anything. I couldn't find a song. I, and that's the thing. They She probably could have changed her name, you know. So, you know, that's. Well, L. Dion. L. Dion. Well, <laughs> I guess it's safe to say that. Yeah. He didn't make it. <laughs> she didn't make it. She didn't, she didn't make it. She, she didn't make, make it. it. Oh, God. So, but before we get into our record report, we got to touch on the issue that's been bubbling in the hip hop world. And it's so relevant to what this podcast, because it has to deal with Benzino. <laughs> we touched on Benzino last week, um, about the Eminem situation and how he was, how he, uh, ran the magazine and, you know, his opinions on it. And I had my opinions on it, but he, Benzino was on a podcast called flip the script. And I think everybody should go listen to flip the script. And when you do listen to it, if you haven't heard it, Put in the comment section. You found that through Back to the Source podcast, but <laughs> but I go listen to that interview, and I'm gonna tell you this right now. Before I heard the interview, I did not like Benzino. Mm. Before I heard the interview, I thought Benzino was weak for the stuff they pulled. But after hearing his reasoning, you listened to the whole interview. I just they, they only put the snippet up. The whole okay. one's not available. Probably okay, by the okay. time this release, it will be. But okay. but after hearing his reasoning. I think he's might be on to something. Mm. Now, if everything he's saying is true, like for instance, basically he found a, a, a recording of Eminem doing a song called the racist rap hour. It was like an album of basically just racist shit. Eminem did this. Mm. He found it and he went to Jimmy Iovine, which was the head of Interscope and, you know, basically the right hand guy. They basically looked out for you know him and Jimmy Iovine was like, Hey, uh, don't put that out, man. I give you two label deals. I give the source a record label. Like he was, he was going to give them two separate record deals and make the source its own record label. Mm. And Benzino was like, no, all I want him to do is just have a sit down with me and let's talk about it. Right. And he was like, oh, Marshall's not going to do that. 
And that sounds like something Jimmy Iovine would say because they protected him. Mm. And if that's 1,000% true, oh, man, that, that, that makes me see him in a different light because if you don't want to be seen as that person, why not just be like, yeah, let's sit down and talk about it. Right, right. You got to go listen to it because it's, yeah, he, he, made, he, he somewhat made me change my, my thinking on the situation. Now, don't get me wrong. I feel like he overdid it with the ads because there was a bunch of ads in here too. But this was before the beef started or whatever. But, and his reasoning was basically he thought that Eminem was getting a lot of love that a normal black rapper wouldn't get. Right. Which is true. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a story. The first time I heard of Eminem, I was at Parkway South. This dude named David Mooney. Shout out to David Mooney. I don't know where he is. He probably a stockbroker somewhere. I don't know. He's some white kid, you know, a white guy. He probably... David Mooney said, hey, man, you ever heard of this dude named Eminem? I'm like, no. He said, it's this white rapper. He gave me a VHS cassette tape of, the, of, of Eminem's first video, uh-huh. and he gave it to me. And I took it home, and we took it to the west side, and the whole block was like, this dude, the truth. And uh-huh. and I, and now, if you know where I'm from, we come from a land of spitters. Everybody on my block could rap. Everybody on the block next to my block could rap. So it was amazing. That's why I say we should have been all on. But everybody on that block could rap, right. not including me. I, I sucked. But <laughs> but everybody around me, they could go. And they certified this dude. I mean, real G's like, man, this dude can go. Right. It wasn't about that he was white. They just respected his talent because he was doing something that was never done. But when Benzino broke it down, he was like, it might be 16 M&Ms in every hood across America, but we would never see them because they're not white. And I was like, dang. And if anything, what he said was basically, what he was doing was prophesizing the future because as you can see now, we got Lil Pump, Lil Peep, um, <laughs> uh, what's to do? Uh, I got options. <laughs> got popping. Um, oh, Jack, Jack Harlow. We got Logic. I know one of y'all, Logic and... The guy who just died, uh, Mac Miller. Oh. We got a lot of those. And I mean, he coming him and Benzino coming from Boston, I understand how he view racism, because up there they on some other stuff. Yeah. So we're gonna be on the lookout for that more because I was like, man, he he kind of changed my mind just a little bit. I, I gotta give him a little more credit. I didn't notice. See, he didn't put this in that magazines 20 years ago. He would just Riding on the dude, I didn't know why. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah. So I can't. I can't wait till we get to that. Yeah. I like. I like the little beef. I actually, you know, I was. I'm. I was an Eminem fan. Yeah. So, I still am. Like yeah. I, I like that mixtape, the uh, the invasion. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. But then I also like that one song that Benzino had. Uh. Damn, and the beat was like don't don't don't, and uh, damn, I can't remember because I. To me, he went hard on. It. I was like, okay, yeah, right, yeah. So yeah. I'm actually when I go back to start listening to the the Made Man albums, I'm a, I may have a different ear about it because okay. I didn't know because something that you all don't know in podcast land. I'm a real black, black, blackity black guy. So and <laughs> I didn't know that he was kind of on that. Uh-huh. And, I, and now now he could be just saying that because that's the new wave. I don't know, right. but, but his I, reasoning seems pretty sound, right? <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. You at a certain age, and yeah. He ain't. He not out here trying to 
So I, I, I can see why I would believe him. Yeah, because it's not he don't like, gain nothing yeah, from this. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's not going to gain no, you know, he got and, his stuff. And he already know Eminem, he is where he is. It's not going to affect him any. Yeah. So he like, you know, I'm still going. I'm going to say still, what I got to yeah, say. he's still going. That's a good point. That's a good point because, yeah, he like, hey, I'm going to say what I got to say because it won't change the fact before or after. Uh-huh. And the fact that he was willing to sit down and talk to him about it means he was willing to grow. But then the interview was like, well, nah, fuck that. I shouldn't have did that. But – at the time, he was he wanted to move forward, which I gotta I gotta commend him for that. That's now in the comment section, people say he's not being mature about it now, but I I did I beg to differ. But so we're gonna keep our eye on that situation. I'm, I can't wait to hear the rest of that um that interview because I think he gonna let out a lot more than that he did in that little thirty minute clip or whatever. But now let's get to the piece of resistance. I hope I said that word right. If I didn't put it in the comment section, let me know on the Instagram page if I said it wrong, people. Yeah, but the record report. So now, the record report for issue number 122. The features, there's a bunch of features in here, but I'm only going to focus on the uh, the ones I, I focus on. But let me tell you about the ones I'm not focusing on. <laughs> so one of them was Eve's Rough Riders First Lady album. I have a lot of issues with Eve. Now, let me say this in the beginning. Um, Eve was amazing back then. I thought she was super hot. Like, this chick, woo, man. But now, looking at Eve 20 years later, this ain't the same. That ain't the same Eve. But the mic, the the mics they gave her was three and a half. And I think it should have got four. Believe it or not, I think it should have got more because that album was huge. Never heard it. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, yeah, Love is Blind. Is that the one with yeah, Love is Blind? I remember that. Yeah. Cause she had she had the scenario song on her, which I thought was super hard. It was like a sample of a Jigga My Nigga remix. It was like a sample of that, and I, I love Drag On too. It's one of my guys, and yeah, he yeah she um she killed it, and she um she had the what job yeah you know, but I think it should have got a actually no Love of Blind wasn't on this one. I'm sorry, well y'all get on my head about that, but um but yeah. The album should have got four mics on that one. I think that that was actually pretty good. So, yeah, four mics for that Eve. Uh, <laughs> Warren G released the album. It was called I Want It All. It got three and a half mics. I agree with that. And shout out to Warren G. <laughs> Warren G, <laughs> my guy, yeah. Cutting dry. Yeah, cutting dry. Yeah, Warren, shout out to Warren G. It was a black night. Hey. Um, <laughs> Most Def had an album review. I didn't do that one because um, the other ones I kind of want to talk about more, but most of that have had an album back on blow, black on both sides. Uh, had a lot of producers on it. DJ Premier, the beat, the B Nuts, Diamond D, uh, eighty eight Keys, twenty five to Life. Uh, he had a bunch of. It was, hey, the album was good. It got four mics. Probably should have got four and a half, but the album was good. So check it out if you into conscious rap. Uh, the Terror Squad. Hmm. That's Fat Joe and them. Fat Joe and them. Um, I like the Terror Squad, but. Once again, listening to Flip the Script podcast after hearing Cuban Link, which was in the Terror Squad at the time, his story, if you want to hear it out, go to Flip the Script podcast, check out the Cuban Link interview, and I feel a way about how that situation went down, but the album got three and a half. I'm going to say that's probably fair, but yeah, go check that interview out because it's really good. Like You get a lot of backstory. Uh, Second to None, which was a group produced by DJ Quick, um, Classic 2220. Uh, it got three mics in the source. That's probably about what it should have got. And 
The first album I'm going to get into depth about is uh, Ice-T, The Seven Daily Sin. Now, I've always known Ice-T is colors, colors. I am a nightmare walking, psychopath talking. I thought that was Ice-T. And I always thought, like, oh, that's cool. Or six in the morning, feds at my door. You know, I thought that was Ice-T. And you know, I, uh, you ever listen to Disgrace Land? I don't even know what that is. It's a podcast. Okay, and, I thought uh, that was an album. Like, oh no! And uh, like, who seen that? <laughs> he go back and li- he go back and talk about like uh, different uh, musicians that had either died or had mm-hmm. some type of. So they he did one on Ice T because of like the cop killer. Okay, oh, I was gonna get all that, that stuff. Yeah. yeah, so I I didn't know much about Ice T mm-hmm. outside of music wise. Yeah, I mean, I kind of heard. Remember colors, but that's after and people. But I knew first time my uh me recognizing Ice T was in maybe New Jack City. <laughs> New Jack, New Jack, New Jack. <laughs> now he okay. So first off, the source gave him three mics for his album called The Seven Daily Sin. And it was weird is he already was on. He was already established. He already had to deal with Law and Order. He was already making TV shows. Had already made movies. So he didn't have to make this album. Right. And it was like 20 songs on his album. And every song had a drop from a famous artist on it. So it was like two short drop form, Ant Banks, uh, Eric Summer from EPMD, um, Ryas Cass, which is in my top five. Um, so I was like, man, people really coming off of this dude. I wonder why. So as I listen to the album now, I'm going to be honest. I didn't think Ice-T Ice had bars like this. Mm. This dude can rap. And I'm standing like with shock. I'm like, I'm, I'm listening to this like, damn, this dude really can rap. Like, what? How did I not know? I mean, because I hear that voice like this and I be thinking he can't rap no more. Right. But I mean, but when I'm hearing, but, but I guess this is 1999 and he actually rapping. He, he get a lot of love from East Coast rappers and a lot of the beats do have a real East Coast feel to it. Mm. So that could be because he was out there shooting for Law and Order. I don't know, but... The album is good. They gave it three. I'm going to say it probably should have got three and a half. Mm. If I would have listened to this album in 99, I probably would have liked it. I, I would have been like, oh, this hard because it was, it's a song called New York, New York. Dude was flowing. Like, it was like at least 116 bars before he took a breath. Mm. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I hear you, Ice. Okay. Um, okay, so now, now this may offend people. I, this may offend people. I don't know, but... Um, the next album I want to talk about is uh, Inspector Deck. Uh, he's part of the Wu-Tang Clan. The name of the album was called Uncontrolled Substances. The album was okay. and They gave it three and a half in the, in the source. The album was okay, but I... I... I, 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 <laughs> I couldn't tell you an Inspector yeah. Deck bar. I couldn't tell you what he sound like. I never really got off in the Wu-Tang. It was... Like, I recognize, you know, Method Man. He's probably the one I know the most. I he actually bought one of his albums in high school. Yeah. But what, like, you met the Man? Yeah. Okay. But I never got into, you know, uh, Ghostface or Raekwon. Like, I I don't know. Like, just being here. Yeah. We didn't. Before, like, before, before I met y'all. I was always around uh, my partner brother. He was big in the No Limit, <laughs> so I'm talking about any No Limit album that came out. We walking to the we walking the Street Side Records, 
to go get Delmar. it. Yeah. yeah. That's where we going to get yeah. it. So New York, like, so I wouldn't, you know, so I couldn't tell you nothing about Inspector Deck. I just know it's like 500 members in Wu-Tang. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think it's that many, but it's, it's, it's quite a few. But this was his first album of his first solo album by itself. And it was just okay for me. I, uh, I like the longevity song. I like word on the street. I like elevation. But other than that, I was like, eh, okay. It was just okay. So right now, the source gave it three and a half. I probably say it's probably like a three now, maybe a two and a half. And I think it can go mm. once again. I don't want nobody hearing this thinking I'm thinking they trash or they whack. I think he can rap. I just felt like, um, it was just okay for me, which brings me to the next person, which I really might get mad at me about, which was the headliner record report for the, for the, uh, this issue. It was, it was old dirty bastards, nigga, please. And okay. So the, the number one song off that album was, Hey, dirty. Mm -hmm. You heard that boy, baby, I got you. Okay. So here we go. The source gave it four mics. Okay. Um, when I listened to it, I thought that that shit was trash. I was like, this shit trash. What are they doing? I'm going through the songs, but I feel like when Old Dirty Bastard made songs that was for the radio and it was happy, and I felt like that wasn't in his element. I, I like that grimy ODB, like, you know, because when he get, he he's a soulful person, and you can tell by his videos when he was live, and you could tell that he had soul, and he, he knew music. If he was alive, he would have been like, okay, so so we got, you know who Devin the Dude is, don't you? Yeah. You got Devin the Dude down south. Yeah. You got E-40 out west. Yeah. You got ODB in the east. Yeah. And now I'm going to say you got, let's say Twister in the Midwest. Those are some of the artists who kind of stand out in their region. And I felt like he stood out in the east because he was so different. Mm -hmm. This album was Average for me, average for me when I started, but when I got close towards the end and I started hearing a little soulful samples, I was like, yeah, this dude really knows music. It was four mics in the source then, and I'm gonna say it's four mics now. It was it was good. I, I was like, okay. I don't think ODB can rap, but when he on that angry New York gritty rap, like I bust, give me the energy, come through. I mean, that stuff hard to me, but that hey. Dirty, I am baby. I can't handle that shit. The commercials. Yeah, I can't handle that. That ain't that ain't ODB for me. That ain't ODB for me. So, all right. So now, here we go. The last album that we gonna talk about on this issue is one of my. Let me just say this right now. This guy is one of my favorite artists of all time. <laughs> he he's if if there if there was a ranking for hood classic albums and the criteria would be. You don't have to be a, the greatest lyricist, but you got to have a super tight production team, super witty bars, and super catchy hooks. I think this dude would be in the top five of those artists. Mm. But this artist's name is Project Pat. It was his first album called Getty Green. I'm going to ask you this now. What do you think about it? <laughs> All right. So let me see how far that I'm making. Because <laughs> I know you listen to it. Yeah, I start. I started. Uh, I got to. I got to Stabbers. <laughs> Backstabbers. Featuring Crucial <laughs> Conflict. Yeah. So, uh, I got Peoples. P 
people's on my on my daddy's side, they from West Memphis. Mm-hmm. Been down there, stayed down there for a couple years, spent summers down there. So some of this stuff kind of triggered a memory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I like, damn, I heard this before. Like I say, my cousins, they used, they said, you know, when 3-6 was coming up, it was a skating rink because basically West Memphis is what East St. Louis is in St. Louis. Okay. Across the bridge. Yeah. You know, if you're in West Memphis, man, the bridge five minutes away. Mm. Shoot over to Memphis. So that my cousin said they used to come over there to the skating ring and perform and stuff. I say some of this stuff sounded like, damn, it sounded like I heard this before. Never listened to a Project Pat project before. Mm. Uh, you know, heard his commercial stuff, Chicken Head. I think, yeah. that's the, I think that's the first time I could recognize myself knowing I liked that song at the time. I was young. Yeah, but yeah, the, the, the tune, nice tune. Right. So from what I got through, it's cool. I couldn't. I can maybe pick a couple songs that I'll listen to again. Let me ask you this: They gave it two and a half mics in the source. I think that's disrespectful. But what do you think it should have got? Mm. Put you on the spot. <laughs> uh, just me listening to it for the first time. Maybe two and a half, maybe three. I ain't going no higher than that. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't gonna go lower. But <laughs> now what I don't like is when he get on that something something yeah yeah you know what I'm saying where he he be rapping like, kind of like you know the sipping on some scissor but he'll rap like that for the whole verse and one of them songs he was doing it and I'm like he's still going he's still going I said all right I can't listen to this no more <laughs> I gotta cut this off but uh like some of the songs I like I liked um. I like Rinky Dink, that little skit. Oh, yeah, Rinky Dink Records. Yeah, whatever, what was it, whatever ho. I like the one with Crazy Bone. Mm-hmm. I like that Rinky Dink too. Uh, whatever name that album, whatever name that is. This was uh, BG and Big Time was on there. Mm-hmm. On Ball uh, is the Remix. Yeah. yeah, and you know, Baby was doing his baby. Yeah, yeah. He's talking, <laughs> but it was supposed to be rapping. Gang spitting, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gold shine. I like that. Okay. Okay. I, I like that. The giddy green, it was straight. Yeah. I skipped past suck suck. Yeah. I feel the same way you say about Wayne. Okay. You make porn rap. Okay, okay. Three six mafia make oral music like, rap. <laughs> let me see your tongue ring. Yeah. yeah. So I skipped past that. I skipped past Shake That Ass. Yeah, yeah. And I was on Stabbers. I I like that, you know, they got that soul that, mm-hmm. yeah. that is that the old Ain't the OJs, I, is it? I'm gonna say I don't know because I I I, yeah, I know it's a sample, but I don't yeah, know what exactly it is. Your face. It might be the OJs. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but yeah, don't I like quote that. Us on that but yeah. yeah, I like <laughs> that uh, crucial conflict. Yeah, ain't heard ain't heard that name since <sighs> Hey Smoking. Yeah, hey. and classic. From, and from what I they was on there spitting. I don't know what happened to them. They sound like they can rap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that's that's as far as I got. So I mean, that was straight. They were, <sighs> man, maybe. Maybe in my younger days, maybe because I was still on something different. Like, okay, I don't like that. His flow is his flow is okay until he get on that 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 whatever he get on. Then it's kind of basic. We gonna rumble in this hoe. We gonna rumble in this hoe. <laughs> Are you weak ass niggas? Get your ass, man. <laughs> Let me tell you, back in '99 when that came out. Okay, so I was just telling you earlier that people on my block, they only respect 
the bars of the bars. They yeah. don't come to this with that bullshit. Yeah, see, and when I, I saw this, they I was think like, they... fuck is you on? <laughs> I think I'm like, man, this shit hard. What is your... And that's what I think that's when I started changing my music style because I was so East Coast for a long time. But when I started hearing this kind of shit here, uh-huh. they was like, man, that shit. I'm like, man, y'all tripping. <laughs> and I think I think that's I think that's my problem. Now <laughs> I had to stop taking some stuff so serious. Yeah. Like Okay, you know some some cats ain't they ain't just straight spitters. Yeah, it's just but yeah. Like they say, it's the vibe. That's what they say nowadays. It's, you know, you, you ain't got to understand what they saying. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm not. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think I know what you're saying. East Coast people hear this kind of music, especially back then, and just thought it was whack. But once again, it's hard to make. People don't understand how hard it is to make a a, a good song much less a hit song and people got to like it. But mm-hmm. I mean, the, the rinky dink records, uh, the North Memphis, though, uh, North. Yeah. Though, yeah. I mean, that stuff. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. No, <laughs> breaking down the blizzard. That, that's, the that, that, yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm talking about. I was holding on my ego. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can't do this. I got to cut this off. <laughs> <laughs> that just got it, got it got too annoying for me. Man, I love Project Pat. I love Juicy J. Three. I love them dudes, man. Like, and they so silly. Like, did well at the time they were like they were just the antithesis. I hope I said that word right mm-hmm. of what the rap music was, and they were so deep. They had their posse songs, and they was always clicked up together and. Yeah, man. <laughs> Let's call the boys. Let's run the train. <laughs> now, I didn't listen to that back then. I wouldn't listen to it now. But it's just funny because those dudes just had fun. They made me think that that's how we should have been if stuff would have worked out in the way it should have worked out. So, right. yeah. But it got two and a half back then. And for me, I think it should have got three and a half. I mm-hmm. think it was just that good. And it, I can listen to this right now. Yeah. I have I got a bunch of friends. They, you know, at the time they had subs in their car. They put we gonna rumble in this hole in there. Come on, man. Ricardo had uh Ricardo had um a little cutlass or whatever. It had some um some speakers in the back. Put we gonna rumble in this joint. Like that's what they used to they'd be like, he'll go get the speakers and start a pair of custom sounds because he had a homie that worked there. They'll put him in and he'd be like, play a song that we can hear how it sound. Mm-hmm. Like, put that project pattern in, we're gonna rumble. Test your speakers out. That's how you test your and this was the thing about the music. It ain't about his bars, but it's how he sound over those beats, and he made it work for him in that mm-hmm. region. Mm-hmm. You know, now there are spitters in that region. It's, you know, that's just what it is. But at the time, that was his style. It was no one sounded like him. Right. He stood out, and that's probably why he was so successful for a long time. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I I respect it. Oh yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah. I uh I, don't I think can't a lot of people respect. That's the problem. They don't respect it. Yeah. Man. Uh, I can't never say that I can do it. Yeah. I, I tried back in the day to rap, Lord. you know, and I could probably, now I could probably write something simple. You could, but, yeah, but you in could. my mind, I'm like, no, nah, I need, I yeah. need these bars. <laughs> so I'm sitting there trying to write this. So I'm like, yeah, it ain't working for me. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't gonna work out for me. No, but shout out to you, Project Pat, man. I, I love the music. I love that album. Getty Green was one of my favorites of all time and still is. I love, hell, his next two, three albums I loved. Mm. Like, yeah, I mean, but it don't get the respect it's going to do because it don't have the bars that, but now they should, these dudes talk about popping perks and crashing the wheel on the highway. Yeah, so, yeah, But he, 
He yeah. is. I think he he's a down south legend. Yes. You, yes. You he go is. down south anywhere around there. Ask my project pet boy. They yeah. They kill you. Yeah. Talk bad about them. <laughs> three six any of them boy. They ain't, they are not going with the slander. Get it green. Get three and a half for me. So. Uh-huh. All right, y'all. Well, we came to another close of Back to the Source, issue number 122, November 1999, with Feral Monch, Most Deaf and Black Thought on the cover. And just just so y'all know, because just so y'all, he he's not going in order. Yeah, he just, I'm not going in order. He's just finding the magazine, and we gonna, you know, he's going to review it. I'm here to get my, my two cents, and when we get further into the future i have more of a oh yeah when more, we get to more like of a pain or something yeah, yeah yeah and then i'll be able to <laughs> <laughs> we what i do and i i just reach my hand into the crate and i grab one and mm-hmm. this is the one i grab and okay it is weird because i grabbed it and they talked about um iced tea and they was talking about um it was something else in here that the list oh it's actually an article in here it's a real small insert eminem science deal with Shady Records, label deal with Interscope. Mm. And I just like, dang, that was in here. I just grabbed it. And then the Benzino stuff popped up. Mm, okay. The universe is telling me we should continue back to the source pocket. Because <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, oh. I, I'm just grabbing them out the box. Right. And just whatever, I, the first one I grab is the one I use. I ain't. Okay. Yeah. I so. might just shake them up and just grab one and see what happened. Hey. <laughs> so that's, that, that's the concept. So we don't want people to be listening and be like, man, you just in 90, you just in 2000, now you in 99, what you doing? No, you just, I'm going all over the place because yeah. I don't, ain't no point in going to order because all the shit old, so yeah, I mean, hell. So. <laughs> I mean, these are magazines that are 20, 20, 15 years old, yeah, so. so it ain't, ain't no spoiler alert. Yeah, you already yeah, know what happened. Yeah. If you don't know, then you finna learn. <laughs> and that's what, and that's what uh, one of the great scholars that we, you know, I listen to is say, uh, I don't have debates with people about rap. I'm teaching you. Now, I'm not talking to you, but I'm just saying, in general, when I'm speaking about what I'm talking about, I'm not having a discussion with people in podcast. I'm teaching you, especially mm-hmm. if you was born after 88. I'm giving you some game about music, and you should listen. So sit down and shut up. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But this is Back to the Sorts Podcast, Episode 2. I am Frank Grimes with my host, L, host of the Call of Duty Black Dad's podcast. We want y'all yep. to keep tuning in, rating, subscribe to his podcast. Yep, we are everywhere you find podcasts, and um, the Back to the Source podcast is now on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts, um, other podcast sources. Mm. Um, you know, rate, subscribe, review, and give us five stars. Because, like the homie Bomani said, you give us anything under than five stars, you are just a hater. Yeah, it's no reason for, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't be understanding why people be on YouTube and they thumbs down the video that's like 16 seconds. Like, what in the hell did you find you dislike in 16 seconds? Hey, people just, you know, <laughs> they just the negative. Nah, they, I, you know, now you don't know. get me wrong. I thumbs down my first year of video. If I feel like you're a culture vulture, you're getting a thumbs down from me right off the bat. So, <laughs> and, I, and that's where I kind of agree with the Benzino stuff. So, you know. Yeah, so you got to. You got your uh your your parting, you know you know like I say at the end of my podcast. You got anything yet? I ain't got there with? yet. Okay. I ain't got there yet. But okay. I just want y'all to like and subscribe to the podcast. It's coming. I feel like uh it's gonna flow just nicely. Just how the title came about. It just it just came to us. It came to you. You know. It just 
So it's, it's going to happen. But, yeah, just subscribe, God damn it. That's all I need. So, yeah. yeah pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and like it and we all good. All right, well, I guess we out this piece. All right, see you next time. Yep.